welcome, welcome. Welcome to the Crying in the Club podcast. My name is Coco B and I'll be your host. How have y'all been doing? How have this week been going? We are in the new year. I'm hoping we're starting off with positive affirmations. I'm recording this ahead of time. So hopefully us black people got our superpowers on the 21st. I don't know about y'all, but I'm hoping that my superpower is my reading. Now, if I can't, I'm going to be okay with that. But I'm hoping for my reading. I'm not going to even lie to you. So, like we do every show, I want to start off with our disclaimer. While I put thought and research into the topics I discuss, this is not intended to replace traditional therapy. And if you are experiencing severe mental illness symptoms, I suggest you contact your nearest licensed licensed mental health professional. And if you are experiencing suicidal thoughts, please contact the number in the description bar, okay? I want you all to be safe and to be healthy. Now, with that said, let's get started. So this week, I want to talk about how y'all hoes can get y'all goals, okay? I'm going to show y'all how not to be dusty in the New Year's. So when it comes to goal planning, you probably think the only thing that you need is willpower, and I'm here to tell you, you don't have the answer, Sway. Willpower alone is not what a dream life makes, okay? What y'all are going to need, actually what we are going to need, because I'm using these two, is a plan, okay? We need a plan and to stick to the plan to achieve what we want to do for the new year. So number one, what is the vision? What is your why? What, when you close your eyes and visualize your ideal life or your ideal year, what does that look like? Okay, this is important because this is something that you can go back to when you are not feeling motivated. Because if we're being honest, you're not going to be as fresh and as motivated and as happy as you are January 1st on February 28th. Okay, because we're being realistic. So you have to really concentrate and think about, oh, why is you here? Like, what are you trying to do? It can be hard to accomplish a goal without a formal idea. So you can create a vision board um, of the life that you want to create. You can do mental visualizations or you can create a life map. Now, with a life map, this will require a little bit more forward thinking. So instead of just thinking about this year, we're going to have to think about this year plus four to five, maybe even 10 more years um, so that we can really accurately start to put the pieces together. Now, when we do, you know, start to visualize and plan, always keep in mind that life is not a straight path and it has a lot of bumps in the road. So you always have to be a little bit more relaxed and open to things changing. But just because things change, it doesn't mean that you can't still achieve your dreams. It just means we need to recreate and adapt to our new environment. Okay, so what is your vision? Once you figure out what your vision is, we need to start off with where are you now? Okay, um... This is a part of our creating our goals that are realistic and attainable. Where are you at currently? Okay, because you always have to walk before you can run or crawl before you can walk. 
So do a current assessment of where you are exactly because it will help you to assess your starting points. Now with this, gratitude is going to be a big key, okay? While we race to where we want to be, let's never forget where we came from. Um, I was thinking about this the other day. I was driving somewhere and I was just kind of beating down on myself because this last quarter of the year or of last year rather, I kind of dropped the ball a little bit, but then I had to remember where I came from. I used to have to take the bus everywhere. I used to have a hoopty that sounded like a Mack truck when I started, okay? Like, all right. And now I got a 2019 Mazda. All right, so we always want to be grateful for where we came from and always start the day with three gratitude items. This helps you to appreciate the journey and fight off negative thoughts and emotions that might cause you to quit, especially when your goals are a little bit more time consuming and the progress track is a little bit slower, especially when you go on Instagram and you see everybody posting their pictures and we do live in the age of instant gratification. Try not to get caught up in that, okay? Always monitor your perspective because that's key. So the way we're going to do that is waking up and starting with our three gratitude items. So for me today, I would say I'm grateful to be healthy. I'm grateful that I have food in my house. And I'm grateful that you guys are deciding to listen to my podcast. Think about your three grateful, or your three grateful, LOL, your three gratitude items today. And you can change them if you want, but it's always good to have three old and steadies, especially when you're really mad or you really let down by something. Because remember, every day that you wake up is another opportunity to keep going. Okay. Now, once you figure out where you are, what your vision is, we want to create some smart goals. Okay. Now, in order for goals to be smart, they have to be specific meaning you have to write out or list out exactly what you want. Don't just say some, I want to have a better body. Okay, what does that mean to you? Does that mean you want to lose 30 pounds? Does that mean you want to build muscle mass? Does that mean you want to do body recompositioning, which is where you trade body fat for um, muscle mass, but you don't necessarily lose pounds? Be specific, okay? Then, Make sure it's measurable. So the M is measurable. How will we know that you're achieving these goals? If you want to have a better body and yours is losing weight, you can be, okay, I want to lose 30 pounds by May. Okay? Because I don't know where your starting point and it might take you a little bit longer or less to lose the weight. So I want to have a better body by losing 30 pounds by May 24th. That's my birthday. (laughs) Anyway. And then for the A, it has to be attainable. Now, based off of your previous assessment of where you are, think about is this goal attainable? Okay? Meaning, I'm not going to say my goal is to lose 100 pounds by May. That's only five months from now. For some people, that might be possible. But that's not the most attainable or realistic goal. So I'm not going to set up myself for failure before I even get started, okay? So let's make sure those things are attainable. With that, our R is realistic or relevant. Always be realistic. 
Now, I'm telling you to shoot for the stars, but also don't get crazy. Don't say like, okay, this year I'm going to turn into Beyonce. I'm going to be the next Kiki Wyatt. And you sound like this. Something about the girl that just makes my head on a twirl. Oh, you got me want to tell all them other girls. Baby, no. That's just not it. I'm sorry. That's just not it. Okay? So let's make sure that we're being realistic with the goals that we are setting for ourselves. Now, lastly... Let's think about, is it time-oriented? The T is for time. So how long do we want to be working on these goals? When do we want to achieve them? Okay? Make sure you set a time. Because deadlines help you to become motivated to really get your life together. So in review, we want to set SMART goals. Specific measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-oriented, okay? Now, in order to do this, we're going to have to set a schedule, okay? You can't wake up every day. I wake up in the morning feeling like P. Diddy had ass. No, we're going to have to think about the day before what we want to accomplish in order for us to use our time properly, okay? So... Create a daily schedule for yourself, especially during quarantine. I don't know if it's going to be finished anytime soon, you know, from more people are working at home. Give yourself a schedule. Let's say you want to wake up every day by 9 a.m. You wake up by 9 a.m. For me, I start my day off with reading my Bible, spending some time with God. Then I try to get up, eat breakfast. Now that I'm trying to lose weight, I will try to go to the gym. Then after I go to the gym, if I have classwork, I'll do schoolwork or I have class and then so on and so on. When you make your day schedule, you make it for the life that you want, not for the life that you're forced to live, okay? A lot of times people think that when you make schedules, it's just some tedious task of a whole bunch of things that you don't want to do. No, you're scheduling the life that you want. So if you want to work out, if you want to, I don't know, have an hour um, time to play the video game, whatever the hell y'all be doing, give yourself that time because self-care is also important. But just make sure that you're using your time appropriately. If you wake up every morning not knowing what you're going to do, nine times out of ten, you're going to be wasting time. And we're not wasting time in 2021. Okay, Pooh? We had all of 2020 to be, I don't know, because some of y'all was in the club. But for everybody that was at home, we had all of 2020 to just be relaxed and to chill. Okay? So, set a schedule based off of your SMART goals. We're scheduling for the life that we want to live, not the life that we have to, okay? We're not in jail. Okay, so now that we have our schedule set, we have our goals, we have our visions, be realistic, okay? You have to crawl before you're able to walk, okay? So for me, I really want to lose some weight this year. I want to lose 100 pounds by December. I think that that's... Very realistic um, because that's still like the eight pounds or the two pounds a week ratio, right? 
So what I mean by being realistic and crawling before I walk is since I have a habit of overeating, excuse me, I'm not going to expect myself to go cold turkey and switch to a super strict 1200 calorie a day diet. That big change is going to cause me to revert back to my old habits because it's going to feel like I'm in jail, okay? So if I'm going to commit to losing weight, I first have to start committing to eating a healthier breakfast every day and drinking water mostly, okay? Maybe I'm going to start working out two to three times a week, okay? If you hate working out, why would you commit to working out seven days a week at one hour for intense hit training? That doesn't make sense, Pooh. It really doesn't. So think about really what you want to do and how you can get there. We're not trying to get there the fastest. We just want to make sure that we cross the finish line. So because I want to eat healthier and I'm a foodie, I love eating y'all for real. Like I know people are like, you supposed to eat for nutrition, girl. Fitting, fitness, fitness food in my mouth is me, honey. I like pasta. I, you know, I seen a recipe for some bang bang shrimp pasta. Anyway. My mouth watering, just think about it. That's why I'm fat now, period. But think about where you want to go. So first, I started off by drinking, a not a gallon of water, but I got like this big 64-ounce um, thing, which is a half gallon. So I drink one of those a day before I can have some juice. I try to work out every other day. Okay, I'm going to start my day off with a healthier breakfast. And usually by doing those things, it's easier for me to start curbing my appetite. Then I find recipes that are healthy but are also flavorful, like a honey teriyaki salmon, okay? I'm going to have that with some rice or some um, sauteed spinach. Maybe I'll have pot roast, but instead of having some ooh garlic mashed potatoes or some mac and cheese, I'll just have it with some plain white rice, but I'll make sure that I measure how much that I have. You see what I'm saying? We're being realistic with ourselves because we want to achieve our goals. Now with this, you also want to set milestones for you and for your temptation, okay? So many milestones along the way help you to feel short-term success, which makes you more likely to stay committed to whatever your goals are. So let's say if I want to lose 100 pounds by the end of the year, I tell myself that by February, if I lose 8 pounds, then I'll go and get myself something really good. And I'm not talking about like no Taco Bell or no McDonald's. I'm talking about ribeye steak, garlic mashed potatoes with some some baked mac and cheese. Like seven cheese mac and cheese, okay? That is so delicious and appetizing to me that's going to help me stay committed. Because I'm being realistic with myself. Thinking that I'm not going to eat this and I'm just going to eat lettuce and plain grilled chicken breast for the next 12 months. is That depresses me. Like I'm depressed already thinking about it. Okay. So set many milestones for yourself and award yourself along the way. Because we're in this for the long haul. And a lot of the changes that we that you probably want to make are things that you want to sustain for a long time. Not just for 12 months. Okay. Then we want to manage our temptations. What are your vices and how do they affect you? Now, when I say manage your temptations, I mean you have to start being more mindful about the environments that you put yourself in. In order to really 
become focused and attain goals, you have to incorporate that mindset into your your everyday life. You can't be lackadaisical anymore. You know what I'm saying? So if I know for me, I like binging Netflix, but I also am in a master's program or a graduate school. So I can't just sit down and watch TV all day. I literally, ain't I got time for that? Like I really don't have time for that. So that means for me, making sure I don't watch TV until I'm finishing studying or submitting my assignments or I'm having class at the end of the day, okay? You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of studies have shown that people who have what we would consider um, incredible self-control and willpower found that in reality, they didn't really feel a strong temptation to common things such as food, alcohol, and cigarettes. So it wasn't that much of a stretch. So... It's easier for you to control temptations that you don't have. For example, since I'm a foodie, okay, call me ratatouille. When it comes to dieting, it can be hard for me to stick to a meal plan. I know that it's better for me, but I prefer to go with what feels good. So because of that, it's easier for me to go down a slippery slope. So I might not be able to go out to eat with my friends all of the time. Or I might not be able to watch cooking videos. Or, you know, I might have to start filtering what I watch on social media. So what your temptations are and how they shape your life is easy. It's best to think about that to avoid and to reduce your urges. Okay. Another example, and I hate to say it, is social media. Some people can slide on and off of Instagram with no problem. And some people, once they're on, it's hard for them to get off. So if you're that type of person, how about you set a timer for yourself and give yourself 30 minutes to scroll? Okay, that's if you control getting off, if you can control getting off of it. But if you can't, how about you only restrict Instagram and social media for your lazy days where you have more time just to sit down and mindlessly scroll. Okay, every change we make is not going to be easy and it's not going to be comfortable, but we're not embracing comfort this year because we want to get activated, period. Okay, now. We're almost at the end, y'all. Next, we want to say no. And this kind of goes into um, controlling your temptations. Now that you have goals and things that you know you need to do to learn, you need to learn how to say no. You won't always be able to go out if you want to save money or eat better. You won't always be able to watch Netflix, you know, and marathon if you're like me. Make sure you say no. You can't always be a yes man. You can't say yes and still get the things that you want. So be selective with your no's and make sure that you're always keeping your goals in mind, okay? And last but not least, make allowances for yourself, y'all. All work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. So schedule in some damn fun, okay? Like I said, if I do a month of healthy eating... Or if realistically, (laughs) let me be real. If I do six days of healthy eating on day seven, I'm probably going to have a really good, delicious, greasy, calorie, caloric dinner, okay? I'm just going to do that. If I know that I've been studying and I've been going hard for the past three weeks, I make myself get ahead of schedule so that I can have one day that I can talk on the phone with my friends or maybe go over somebody's house to have some wine. You know what I mean? Like, if I know that I've been working out back to back to back, it's good to have breaks. A lot of times you think that in order for you to, you know, you got to get ugly. You got to 
completely disregard yourself. But in taking care of yourself, it makes it easier for you to attain your goals. So as you think about all of the things that you want to do and all of the work that it's going to take for you to get there, we also want to think about how can I treat myself or give myself some time to just enjoy and to breathe and to relax. Always think about how you can breathe and relax, okay? Again, all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. So don't work yourself to death. Because even though God gave us this life to do work, he also gave us our life to enjoy it. And think about it. You never know when your last day is going to be. So you don't want to spend 365 days working yourself into the ground. And then you get called home and then you looking like, dang. I ain't never watched Lucifer on Netflix. I don't know. Maybe God won't let you in if you're watching Lucifer. But, I mean, I watch it too. But, you know what I'm saying. Um, And then, before we close out, y'all, don't be afraid. I know it's easier said than done. And I know I can be a very anxious person. And something that I do is think about, like, okay, what's the worst thing that can happen? All right? What's the best thing that can happen? And then lastly, what's the most realistic thing that can happen? And usually when I take myself through that little pathway, it's easier for me to control my anxiety because I'm thinking like, okay, yeah, that is the worst thing, but is that realistic? And when you talk back to yourself like that, it helps to reshape the self-talk that you have. And so it makes it easier for you to go and achieve things and just think about it. Yes, it's scary and things might not turn out how you want them to, but wouldn't it be better to just do it and find out? I mean, now listen, <laughs> listen, sometimes you need to be scared, okay? Because fear is a, a defense mechanism that helps keep us alive, but go after your dreams, y'all. I promise you, you'll find happiness on the other side. So that's all of our tips for this week. If you have any questions or if you want to just leave me a message, you can always send me an email at don'tbecc at gmail.com. Our email is don'tbecc at gmail.com. That stands for don't be crying in the club. Um, next week we'll be talking about self-sabotage because now that we have our goals and we have our plans, we have to figure out how the hell we're going to get out of our way. Cause a lot of times it's easier to blame where we are in life on somebody else, but it really comes down to us getting out of our own way. Like it's time to look at the men in the mirror and that's what we're going to be doing next week. So again, if you have anything you want to ask me or anything you want to send me, send it to don't be cc at gmail.com. See y'all next week.